just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Welcome once again. Before I get started, so certified lover boy is from mid. Kanye did a great disservice to his Donda album. Let me think. I think that's about it. I got more shit coming anyway. Thanks for tuning in to the. I need to change the name of this podcast. The lounge. The lounge would insinuate there's other people, there's conversation. Nah, it's just motherfucking me. I should just name it a motherfucker sitting in a hotel bathroom podcast. This is Patrick Harrell, the lounge podcast. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a minute. The day I had to get some shit off my chest. Taking it the wrong way or try to look at it, you know, like I was going to address certain things, certain people. Sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. I'm not even going to flex. Just just a little bit. But there's difficult questions that's been asked of me as of recently. And I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to have a pod, do an episode, you know, just get, get it all out of one tape, you know, instead of doing tweets and statuses and all that shit. So without further ado, um, the first thing, the first thing, I hope everyone is doing well. Again, it's been a while since I've done an episode. I attempted to do one a while back, a few weeks back. Uh, one of my best friends passed away. It's been an interesting year. Um, it's September, but everything happens for a reason. That's what I've been telling myself. That's what I tell the people. Like 2021, that's pretty much what it is. Everything happens for a reason, good, bad, or indifferent. Things occur within our lives to provide perspective. You know, unless you don't have the ability or you don't choose to have the ability to have insight and be able to reflect and grow from things, then that's a personal problem. But if you do have that ability, I think that's what this year for me is all about. So um, I don't want to dwell on that. Um, I don't want to get praised for good. It's just a, a year of transition for me. Um, one of those things being, you know, <laughs> so I had like a back and forth, and it wasn't a bad one, by the way, but, you know, just a conversation with someone um, in regards to why do people say, I'm sorry, like, let's say, let me rewind here, get proper context. You and your best friend fall out, right? Everyone knows about it. I highly doubt someone's going to come to you and be like, damn, I'm sorry that happened. Most times people want to kind of know what happened, try to 
you know, piece things together as to who's at fault. You know, that person that's asking you is closer to you than the person you fell out with. You know, then the opinion and advice, what have you, are is is not is not unbiased. You know, it's kind of catered and crafted to your sensibilities, right? So there are different relationships and things in life with your job. They don't, you know, if you sometimes if you lose your job and you're fired, they don't say I'm sorry, right? You know, or they if you get your number phrase that if you're fired, they'd be like, Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, you know, da da da. But if you quit and you decide it's not the proper situation or it's not the right work environment and you decide to leave on your own, rarely someone's gonna say, I'm sorry. Right? They're gonna be like, Oh, congrats, you know, new new year, new you, blah 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 blah, bullshit, 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 right? <laughs> so when it comes to relationships and um, for this specific example, marriage, people tend to go straight to I'm sorry when they hear about a, a separation or a divorce with two married people. So I had this interesting conversation with a couple of people in regards to, you know, me personally, you know, divorce, divorce and whatever. And you know, I was talking about it and somebody was like, I'm sorry. I was like, don't be sorry. It was for the best, you know, me and my, you know, ex-wife, you know, we're still cool. You know, it was amicable. There's no hard feelings. It just didn't work out. And the person's like, well, what's wrong with saying I'm sorry? And I'm like, well, every situation that doesn't work out is in a situation that the individual that's in the situation feel sorry about you know it just some things does it does not work that's right right so they kind of piggyback off that people tend to ask me from that point would i get married again (laughs) and when i first Already getting asked that question. It was an emphatic hell no, right? Like, hell no, I'm not getting married again. For what? What's the point? What's the purpose? Why would I do that to myself? Why set myself up for more? I'm not a glutton for punishment, right? I love myself just enough not to put myself through certain things more than once. You learn from your mistakes. Um, not that the person's a mistake, but maybe the situation's a mistake or just the construct of being legally married may not work for certain people. Just my opinion. Um, but to kind of delve more to that, address it, um, and give some insight in just my opinion. I actually was listening to a, another podcast and um, I, I don't want to name it because, you know, sometimes they catch flack for some stuff they say. But in this, this particular episode, the two, you know, the co-hosts that were kind of asking each other if they would get married, why would they, why wouldn't they? And one of the hosts made a very valid point. And he pretty much summarized everything I feel about marriage, but never been able to vocalize and convey. And it's real simple. It's like, why do I need to go through, quote unquote, the legal system to validate 
the love I have for, for Noel. Why do I have to put on a grand show, i.e. a wedding, to demonstrate that I love somebody or how much I love somebody? Because that's all the wedding is, is how much you love somebody. If you're the man or you're the parent paying for a wedding, you're pretty much showing physically, financially, and with effort, how much you love somebody. If you're able to afford a $10,000 wedding, but you start busting your ass and saving, taking out loans to have a $30,000 wedding, you're just trying to prove to somebody how much you love the bride or your bride or your daughter that's getting married or what have you. So going back to this podcast episode, when he brought that up, it, it kind of made me rethink the circumstances of why or or if I would get married again. So with me, I've done it. Um, I I don't have a negative. Um, I don't think of it negatively. Um, totally. Now, yeah, there was negative components. I do feel that overall, I'm not placing blame because I, if if I had to put, if it was a pie chart of who is more responsible for the a marriage not working in my particular situation, I would say if there's eight slices in this pie chart, I probably am responsible for five or six of those slices. Uh, or percentage-wise, let's say 70-75%. I can own that. Um, however, at the end of the day, one thing about any relationship is you're supposed to evolve together, right? That doesn't mean that you can't be individuals. Um, one thing I still feel to this day about relationships, and I tell anyone this, and it, it never fails, is that um, you know, especially my friends, when they get ready to get married, hey, you know, if you got some advice, woo, woo. and the main thing I was like, expect your partner to change. And just and, and when you say change, it's not necessarily every change doesn't benefit you and doesn't harm you, but it definitely might not mesh well with how you're evolving and how you're growing, and how you're changing. So if you if your changes, because you're both going to change, like your DNA changes every seven to eight years. Like the person that you were when you you were 21, just genetically, the things that you could eat, you know, five, six years ago, you may be allergic to now. The things that you, you know, could tolerate, you know, a few years ago, you probably can't tolerate now. That's just, that's just how your body works and evolves. So if you're, you're physical composition changes what makes you think your emotional and your mental composition your spiritual composition is not going to change and those things don't always align with the person that you're married with um, or in a relationship with prime example you may be with you might get into a situation you might meet somebody in the club Ooh, we out Ooh, i met this big booty chick oh shit pop it got the number we did our thing Start going on a couple of dates, had a baby a year later. We we in a relationship. We shacking, we married. Cool. Started from the beginning. Y'all met in the club, right? 
Y'all going to the club. Y'all went to the club together. Y'all went drinking together. Who's to say three years down the line? The woman has a kid. You know, let me rephrase that. You both have a child together, but she has the child. You know, she may not feel as confident about her body. Um, she might want to stay at home more. She might want to go back to school. She might want to read more. You're still in party mode. Turn up, ha, in there, boom, doing your thing. But this person is evolving differently. Not to say that you wanted to go to the club is not is a bad thing. You're taking care of the house. You're at home at a decent hour. You're not bringing, you know, traffic in and out the house. You're respecting your household. But you'd like to still go out. She might not want to. That might cause a rift. It might be a simple thing. might be like, can't you just work through or compromise her want to stay home more and watch TV and read a book together and do home projects instead of going out, you know, or maybe she should just, you know, go out a little bit more and, you know, do whatever she needs to do to get her confidence back. Doesn't always work that way. That's just, that's not how life is supposed to work because people are supposed to A, change, and B, the changes don't necessarily have to benefit you. So, um, kind of go back to my initial um, point of, of all this to make a long story short. When I think about the possibility of getting married again, would I say never? I can't say that anymore. I think that's flawed. I think that's. Um, not taking into consideration again, changing and evolving. I may feel this way right now, six, seven years from now. Damn, I'll be old as fuck. <laughs> I might feel differently, right? And then I thought about, okay, what circumstances? To me personally, the only way I, at this moment, again, because I could change, um, feel that I would want to get married is if I know. How would I say this? Let's say I, I believe that you can have a life partner. You know, people have been doing it for years. Um, gay couples have been doing it for years before they were able to legally marry. Um, people, you know, you go to different places overseas. I know when I went to London, um, I stayed in Airbnb. The couple was together for, I think they told me like 20 years not legally married. And I asked the woman, like, you know, just why, you know, like, you know, why did, have y'all never got married? She's like, we, we don't have to. She's like, for what? I'm not going to work. He's not going to know where we got a house together. We, we do everything else a legally married couple would do. What's the point? Why, why go through all that? Why spend money on a wedding when we, now we have this house, you know, or go on a trip or whatever? Um, so I, I had to kind of rethink my stand on it. And what I've come up with is the 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 way I would want to get married, or and I'm just talking about legal. I'm not talking about a wedding and all that bullshit. But if I'm with somebody, let's say, and this is kind of putting me in the mind frame of my friend that just passed from cancer. Like you know, you get a diagnosis, they give you tell you, you know, hey, you might got eight months, you might got this. That might be the situation where I'd be like, all right, I need to marry, you know, legally because. 
you know, life insurance, you know, um, any assets. I want to make sure that, you know, she has, you know, I know you could just die on a whim. I get it. Everybody can make the argument. Yeah, you can get hit by a car tomorrow and she left with nothing. Yeah, but I might have only been with her for a year. So, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but let's say, you know, down the line, I'm with somebody that we're like 50, like, hey, we might go to the courthouse. Hey, boom. Let's get it done. Be done with it. We ain't got to make a big deal of it. Keep it moving. Um, you know, I think commitment is commitment regardless. Um, and there's different levels of commitment. Every relationship, you, you can't have a cookie cutter relationship. You know, you, you have open relationships. You have relationships where it's just like, ain't, ain't no going out. Ain't no looking at nobody else. Ain't no going nowhere. You, but it's about what works best for, again, each couple, right? So, um, and so they should stop acting like fucking married again. Like, leave me fucking alone about it. I'm not, and kids too. Like, you know, I I, I finally see how people feel. Um, the ones that don't have kids that be like, you know, don't you want to have kids? Listen, I have, I, I'm going to go ahead and call it six. I have a 16 year old and, seven, and a seven year old and a 14 year old. Why the fuck I need another kid? Like, if I have another kid, Cool. I think um, anything to debate about me. One thing can't debate is I'm gonna be there to do for my children regardless. Um, so yeah, I don't want to have no more kids. Like for what? I'm, I'm about to be forty. I don't need to be going to my sixties with you know going to football games and shit. Like I'm good. So or the recitals or spelling bees or no, I'd rather be, you know, hopefully a grandparent. I can drop a little nuke nuke off and keep pushing. I'm good. So, no, um, yeah, I all that stages, you know, sometimes. Um, and again, I'm in a, to kind of go back to one more thing. I would never discourage anyone from getting married. So, um, my decision or my rationale behind it, I would never go be like, well, the way I'm going to do it is, you know, if I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to get a priest in there and go ahead and knock it out. Make sure she's good. You should do the same. Like, no, that might not work for everybody. Might not work for the person that I think I want to be with. So um, you have to do what's best for you. Only if I would give anybody. I would never tell no one not to get married. I would tell the person once you decide. The person you're with today, physically... Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, is not going to be the same person for seven years. Now, again, that's not a bad thing. It could be a great thing. You might get with somebody and they might just be like a wallflower and that might attract you at that time. And then six years down the line, they want to go skydiving. That might be a, a something for you to like boost your confidence and get you out of your, being stagnant. You might, like, okay, shit, well. And my old lady about to go jump out of a plane. I ain't going to will, but I'll go support it. But, or you might want to jump out the fucking plane. Who knows? Um, but those are things that you, know, you just have to keep in mind. Um, just change um, in any relationship. You know, your friendships change. So you can't expect, you know, just because you lay with somebody, they ain't going to change or they can't do things that you might not agree with. Just because you lay with somebody, they're not obligated to... Um, acquiesce to your sensibilities. Fucking deal with it. Um, speaking of sensibilities, 
So I don't want to get into a specific situation. So I'm going to generalize this as much as possible. And if I so happen to slip and, you know, something seems to be pointed towards a person or people, then just refer back to the beginning of this podcast that I'm not apologizing for shit, suck my dick and deal with it. Um, now, I used to always, and I think when people think of pillow talking, they think of it as if a male thing, like dudes, you know, talking to a woman, you know, trying to like ease their way into a situation by talking down to somebody else, talking, you know, chopping somebody else's legs to, to stand up higher, you know, in, in the pecking order in a woman's eyes, you know. Hey, man, I don't know, man, that dude, you know, I heard he do X, Y, and Z, or he was talking X, Y, and Z, but, you know, da-da-da. Um, I have mixed feelings about that. Um, I am a person that I would say I have as many women friends as I do male friends, I think, and... You know, you kind of have to catch yourself in certain situations as a man, to me, when you're giving advice or counsel or you just even simply just being someone to listen to your your woman friend. Like, is she going through with a dude? You know, of course, all day can be like, just leave him. But how many women would just want to hear that? Most of the time they don't. <laughs> they really don't because they still, I love him. I love him. He gonna, we, we just tricking. Like, no, like, she ain't gonna go nowhere, right? So, if you know your friend, it's like, okay, so if that's not the case, then let's try to figure out a compromise where her feelings aren't continuously getting hurt, but I'm not, like, throwing dirt on this dude's name. Because you might not know him, or you might know him. Who knows? Um, in this particular situation, uh, pillow talking, <laughs> uh, it, was, it, it came to my attention that both men and women, or possibly pillow talking against kissing me. Like, me? And, uh, it's funny, just for the record, I'm not mad or anything, but it's just like, when you when you get ready to pillow talk, so there's, even though I don't pillow talk, I would think there's some kind of rules of etiquette, like rule number one, make sure that the person you're pillow talking with and then leaving that bed and going back to the bed of somebody that she, that she or he is telling you about. So, example, if, you know, and I'm put this as a woman, if you kicking it with a dude and, you, you know, he telling you about his, you know, girl that he, you know, interested in or whatever, and you sitting up there like, yeah, I heard she did, she that. You know, she used to fuck with this dude. She this, that, she this, that, and the third. You might want to be 100% sure that he still ain't fucking with her. Because the only thing his ass going to do in all likelihood is going to go back and be like, so I heard that you was kicking with this dude, dude, this, doing this, and you said this, and you said that. Right? And that's going to make you look stupid. Because... The thing that you try to accomplish is throwing shade on somebody and try to elevate yourself in, in that dude's eyes. He's still going to go back and do what he's going to do regardless. So that's just, that's just the game. 
don't make the rules. That's what it is. So in this particular instance, I just feel that you just gotta be smarter. I'm not the type of person that I'm gonna go out and call people out. Um, but th- here's one major thing about well, actually two things major about me um, <laughs> that I'm unapologetic unapologetic about. One of those things being is I don't run my mouth. So if I tell someone something, I've told someone something, right? It's not, I told this person this, and then I went and told a different person, a different version, and then this other person, and then it's like a whole bunch of, you know, versions of one story going around because I ran my mouth. If I said something, I pretty much said it to one person, and I said that shit with intentions because I know that A, I wanted to say it, so it is what it is, but B, if it gets back to whomever, I know exactly who said it because I did go tell a thousand people. I told one person. So if something comes back to me that I said, and I might be like, did I say that shit? And then I can really think about I, I, I told such and such this. I might not say exactly what they said I said, but yeah, I did say something to that, something, something to that effect. But why are you going back to telling what I told you? Not necessarily confidence, because if you feel like it's to be told, do you? But to go back and tell that, you know, a person, something I said, it's kind of like, okay, now I know exactly who said it, so I'm not fucking with you no more. Because you don't know how to keep your fucking mouth shut. But yeah, that's that's that on that. And then dudes, <laughs> go going back to my analogy with um, the woman laying with a dude that she's feeling, kicking dirt on another woman's name to try to get her name up. Same thing, you know. Social media, you know, been checking checking for a woman that you like for a long time. You know, you see she would have do. You don't necessarily like that situation, whatever. But you keep your mouth shut. And then when first, I guess, opportunity will use that word arises. It's like, oh shit. So, uh, yeah, you okay? Oh, I want to. I want to. I want to pause. Because it, it, I just triggered something else. It's going to be a lot of triggers in this uh, podcast. So if I stop, go to a subject, and go back to something else, forgive me. That's the only time I actually forgive me, by the way. So when a dude, when someone does that and be like, oh, well, goes into your inbox and be like, hey, is everything okay? It's like if your parent, you know, somehow with your parent or, you know, that's one thing or your dog died or, you know, but I, I, there's opportunists, right? If we never had a conversation about my, my plant and I said, damn, my, my plant wilted, you know, and then you come to me, my inbox like, hey, I'm so sorry about your plant. You know, I had one before I, I overwatered it and it did the same thing. Blah, 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 blah. Depending on the relationship, I might be like, okay, yeah, thank you for that. Or on the back of my mind, like, why are you in my inbox? If, you, if this was your opportunity to strike a conversation, there was other opportunities, right? Plenty of opportunities. But you chose the one thing that I may have um, feelings about or be sad about, depressed about, or whatever. And now your opportunity because you use that opportunity to start your conversation, right? So same thing over relationships. 
if somebody going through something in the relationship and then you never have a conversation with this person or this person may have reached out to you ages ago trying to holler and then it didn't work and then now it's like oh, i'm so sorry uh, is everything okay man that's messed up man yeah you know that 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 he he or she you know they don't deserve you like <laughs> Shit like that, man. Like, that's some corny-ass shit to me if you don't have the rapport with that person from the jump. If you don't have a rapport with that person, why are you... If, let's just speak specifically to me. Why the fuck are you in my inbox? If I never really kicked in with you, had any conversations, I could have been talking about damn sky's blue. And you said, yeah, it is quite blue today. At least that's something. But me and you or you and I don't have any kind of rapport together. Why the fuck are you in my inbox when there is some adversity or I'm sad about something because it doesn't come off genuine to me. I don't give a fuck how you try to sh- put sprinkles on shit or confetti or glitter on shit. It's still shit. So if you come into someone's inbox with that shit and expect them, like some people like that type of attention because it's like, oh, woe is me. Thank you. Someone cares. I don't, I personally don't care if you care about me. I have the people in my life that I genuinely care about, love, that, you know, I know is just going to reach out and make sure I'm good. You know, if I have a sprinkle here and there over the years that somebody, hey, you know, that's out the woodworks, cool. But when when you're, when your phone and your DMs get inundated with, you know, um, what's the word? Concern. That's it. Kind of whack to me. Sorry. Sorry. It's fucking whack. So, to conclude the whole pillow talk, um, I just think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I was walking with the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was watching Fresh Prince today, right? And when I actually got into it with the girl at school, the bully and the girls, you know, didn't want to take her lunch no money no more. She just wanted to whoop her ass. And, she, and Will was like, you know, you got to act like you got a tick. And like from when you was in the war, the medicine ain't hitting right. And they just turn around like, mind your business. Mind your business. That's all you got to do. Just mind your fucking business. Because at the end of the day, just trust and believe. Just, if, if, if nothing else fails, people. If someone's going through something, and I, I've dealt with the depression, so... I, I can speak on it. Either A, they're going to get help. B, they're going to isolate. Or C, they're going to go to the people that they want to talk to about situations. You don't have to go and, and, and search those people out, especially if you don't have a rapport with them. They're going to go and they're going to get that counsel from someone else. You don't have to do that. So if you're not genuine... Stay the fuck away from people. It's really that simple to me. I know the math don't math for all people. I know some people didn't do well in second grade. I get it. I empathize. But for me in my house, don't come reaching out to me. I don't fuck with you like that. Stay the fuck from around me. And as far as my name, listen, I would love to be like, keep my name up, out your mouth. Ooh, big macho macho. Listen. Kool-Aid runs some people back. Some people just sweet like that. So I can't, I can't 
I can't I can't fight every battle. So if that gets you off, so be it. If you want to be petty, so be it. Um, hopefully that gives you the wet dreams you need at night. Bravo. Otherwise, stay the fuck from around me. So, um, anyway, didn't mean to get uh, dark right there, but just, you know, this is a topic that was kind of on my mind. I was uh, just this segment of I, I like to call um, what is space is called right now. Of course, it's, those that know I'm heavy on Twitter, that's the only thing I really fuck with for real. Um, so we're just gonna name some of the uh, spaces that's currently going. And if someone hear this that was in one of these spaces, thinking I'm trying to clown y'all. No, I'm just clowning the name, so sorry. Whole scourge in 2021. <laughs> oh, I had I saw one uh, before I started the podcast. It was called Monkey Meat. Y'all wildin'. Hashtag they in here moaning, moaning, y'all. Give me one more because I want to give. I might even come back. Um, corn dog nuggets and milk. <laughs> y'all motherfuckers is creative. I swear to God, <laughs> y'all are so fucking creative. Oh shit. Anywho, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Try to uh, wrap this up. I didn't mean that. I really don't like to have my own podcast. We're already like 30 minutes, y'all. So, again, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, <laughs> corn dog nuggets. Anyway, um, ladies, so let's let's have a talk. Um, and I'm, I'm quite aware the majority of people that tend to listen to my podcast, and I'm very grateful for it, are women. Um when I had the lovely Takalaka, um, you know, that's that's a, the majority that's tuned in when we had our back and forth. Um, she's doing well, by the way. I talked to her the other day. Um, but yeah, women, let's, let's talk about something and hopefully we can clear the air. If you feel like you, you froggy about it, I don't fight women, but you know, just take it up. With whoever, women that call men bro after y'all didn't have sex. Listen, <laughs> listen. Now, I'm from Michigan, right? So, bro, there is unisex, right? Like, you know, women do call men bro regardless if y'all have sex, y'all real bros, y'all went to school together, you're the pastor, you know, I'm used to that. So, it's not like I'm appalled by women using that term towards men. My issue is put some respect on my... Even if, if the sex is whack, <laughs> um, even if you can't stand me anymore, and I'm not just talking about me. now Because I, I, I want to generalize this again because I, I don't have this... <laughs> I don't have the issue of women calling me bro. But I've heard it and seen it so many times recently and found out like uh, one of my homegirls, and we heard, went back and forth about this about a few months ago. And she like, yeah, I call, I'm calling niggas bro. Like, I like even dudes she has sex. She's like, yeah, that's bro. I'm like, no, that's that's not bro. <laughs> like, it's you cannot call 
And there's not an equivalent that I can say a man can call a woman like after we even had sex. And I'm like, hey, what up? I mean, even sis sounds weird even for a man to say outside of a sister. So I can't even go there. But I can't think of an equivalent. And if you can think of one, let me know. But calling a man bro after y'all had sex is like the most disrespectful shit to me ever. I'd rather you say my shit was trash. Um, one of my bombs don't work. Um, I'm putting that. I don't. I don't know. But to <laughs> to call me bro after we didn't have sex is like, yeah, you can't do me like that. Stop doing that. That's. I I know y'all try to be funny or try to like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, you know, kind of take the take the pressure off of the relationship that you may have with a guy. You know, after you have sex, you don't want to want to make more of it than what it is. Um, you don't want to him to think like he he got it like that. Whatever case may be. Stop calling man, bro. Like, call your bros, bro. Call your homegirls, bro. If you never had sex with a dude, call him, bro. That's cool. Y'all, if he didn't stick it in and y'all didn't have sex, I don't care if that shit lasts three seconds. Don't call him, bro. Please. <laughs> that, that tickles me, though. So yeah, I had to wrap this up. Um, I did have more topics here, but actually that would be a good way to make sure that I drop another episode soon. Um, sooner than, what was this, like two, three months, I think. So uh, last thing I want to leave with, and I saw a tweet about this earlier. I retweeted it um, from one of my followers and it kind of hit the nail on the head about how I've been feeling about um, life in general, honestly. And it's really protecting your peace. Um, and I think we use the word fight, especially when it comes to uh, relationships, friendships, um, parental relationships, um, significant others. Use that word fight, right? Like, you know, fight for fight for us, fight for, you know, if that's really worth it, you fight for you. And I am under the in um the mindset that everything don't need to be a battle, right? When you value your peace, then there is nothing to fight about. Now, you may agree to disagree, you may state how you feel, and then leave it out there to kind of manifest, but to always want to, like, feel like you have to fight, you know, to get, because to me, most times when you're fighting to get something accomplished or to sway someone, it rarely works. Or that person is just compromising for the moment. It's to shut you up. <laughs> from To be honest, it's kind of more to shut you up and to move on to the next thing because they have other battles. That's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. It's like when you said, well, 
you gotta fight and you gotta, you know, ain't nothing wrong with arguing. And I'm, I'm that person too, so I'm something I'm working on. Ain't nothing wrong with argument. You know, it is what it is. You gotta have, um, it's healthy to not always be in agreement. You know, things of that nature. But the tweet was like, to me, it, 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 hit, it hit me different. And it was like, you know, nothing else really matters at this point. You know, especially with a lot that's going on, except protecting my peace. You know, if my spirit don't move in that direction and it doesn't sit well with me or something that said doesn't sit well with me and it just doesn't feel right, I'm not fighting it. I'm not going to go combat it. It's like, okay, that's not for me. <laughs> a lot of things aren't for you to battle. Like, leave that shit alone. Leave it, it. Let it stay where it's at. You know, relationships, jobs, whatever. It, you know, it's not worth it at the end. Um, because with any fight, any war, it's, it's residual scars. There's residual um, trauma. There's residual damage. You know, even if, if you argue with somebody right now, and you're right. You can be 100% right. 100% correct. And that person right now. After everything you just said, y'all went back and forth and X, Y, Z. And that person's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, you was right from the beginning, right? Like, you knew you was right. So why exert all that energy into something that's plain? Just to, just to prove that you was right. You already knew you was right. You don't have to prove it. You're done. Be done with it. It's not worth it. The, all that energy of just proving that you're right. Because you don't know what you said. Or never rephrase that. You may know what you said. But let's just say you're just hot. You don't know what you may have said that may trigger someone. That person. Now that person looking at you differently. Even if you was right, you could have been like, and another thing, you dumbass motherfucker. Da, 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 da. And you didn't take the trash out. We already talked about this on June 12th. And da, da, da. And you could be like, damn, you're right on June 12th. Yeah, we did talk about that. My bad. But then somewhere along the line, I said something crazy, disrespecting them, raised your tone. You, you gave too much energy for something that you was already right about. So, it, and, and, and not even that, but the people that's the bystanders, you know, the ricochet shots, you know, that go off from you aiming at one person might be hitting somebody else or looking at you in a different light than you would like just because you want to prove you right. And I'm not just saying like just argument about proving you right. It's just anything once you once you establish your peace, because a lot of people don't know peace. Uh, they think they do, but they really don't. I always thought I did. I really did. Like, man, as long as I'm doing this, and as long as I'm doing that, I'm at peace. I'm good. You know, as long as nobody ain't bothering me, nobody did it. That's not peace. That's that's isolation. That's um, being combative. That's not addressing things. That's um, suppressing. That's not peace. That's, that's, that's not even close to peace. Um, being at peace is like knowing all that that's going on around you and still knowing like 
this thing going on, but what I have, the feelings I have at this moment, I'm going to hold on to it, and I'm not going to let anything or anyone fuck with it <laughs> at all. I don't care it, whatever it is. I'm not going to let that person or these people fuck with it. Um, so I think there's a lot of confusion with that. Like, you got to be able to differentiate between, you know, um, self-loathing behaviors and actual being at peace with certain things. Um, and peace doesn't come with, again, just isolating or suppressing or avoiding or whatever. It's like really doing the work. Um, you know, when you're talking about protecting your peace, you can't protect something that you don't have, right? Um, your home, your, your kids, your house, your car, if you don't have it, you can't protect it. So you have to be cognizant of that and do the, the groundwork and you gotta, it's a build break, it's a build break build type of model when it comes to your peace. Like you gotta break yourself down Sometimes to your core, like to hurts, to like you are like almost like a, a fucking balloon of emotions. The only thing it's gonna take is just one fucking needle to pop and you just to blow. Like it, it takes work, work to even establish and know what peace is. You know, you have to go to ground zero, so to speak. Um, you know what that is before you can even protect it. And then once you do have that, and once you know what that is, then you can be like, all right, yeah, I'm good. You know, if some shit can be going on around me at work, somebody going off, or somebody say something slick, I just like, I'm good. <laughs> like, and that's in my head, just like, I'm good. Five years ago, I probably would say something. Ten years ago, probably would argue, possibly get in a fight with the person. 10, uh, how old am I now? 12, 13 years ago, probably be in jail. <laughs> so, um, look at that time frame. It takes work. It takes a lot of um, sacrifice. It takes a lot of, you, you lose people along the way. Um, but your peace is important. So, uh, with everything going on, definitely, um, if you do have, and you do know what that feels like, protect it. Um, keep yourself um, mentally, emotionally sane and level and balanced um, because it's, it's hard out here right now. There's a lot of people that's going through a lot. Um, you know, this time, I guess, with, that's with COVID or whatever, you got a lot of people losing people and then you got a lot of people that's just alone to deal with their own shit, right? Um I think that's the biggest thing. It was like before we had so many distractions. I mean, we have distractions now, but like before we had many more distractions. Like right now, this is like the more most open and free and close to normal normal we've been in quite some time. And um, probably for like a year, that hadn't been the case. So a lot of people had to literally sit in their own shit for a while, like really look and be with themselves, and that's or you know, speaking of marriage, it's kind of call back to what we was discussing at the beginning of the podcast, like marriages and relationships. Like 
breakups and divorces, it has to be at an all-time high right now. It has to be. Um, just for the simple fact, like, before we had distractions, you know, people were working. They could go to the gym. They could have hobbies. They could go out with their friends. And then pandemic hit. People start working from home or, you know, they lose a job. And you got to look at your partner every day more than you used to, three, four times more than you used to. That's how you breathe. Oh, I'm disgusted. I am appalled. Like so, um, just you definitely just. I would just encourage everyone just to you know. Um, everyone, I would hope. And if you don't know, you know, definitely reach out. But you know, just know um, what you need to be um, mentally, emotionally um, on par to um, take care of yourself. You know, selfish. You gotta be selfish. Um, a lot of people, especially you know, again going back to protecting your peace, they're so used to serving and being for somebody and doing for someone and having to be mom and have to be daughter and have to be. You can't take care of yourself if you're always just expending energy doing for other people, and then that is not being returned, or you're not having the ability within yourself to replenish that. So. Yeah, that's my go-box for that. But anyway, if you have been listening during this whole 45, oh, 50 minutes, not bad. If you've been listening to this thus far, I greatly appreciate you. Appreciate you. Ah, time for me to go dead. Listen, I've been on the road. <laughs> I drove to see my kids. Left home about 10 simple time. And did not get to Georgia until about Four, no, I bet it back. Three Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, um, I hope everyone is good from the storm that went through because I drove through it and that shit was no hope. Um, so, I hope everyone's doing well that's in that area. Again, thank you for listening thus far to the podcast. Um, if you did listen and you like it, please share it. Give me honest feedback, I don't mind. Um, and y'all have a great night or if you're hearing this in the morning have a great day peace